Hey, this is Ernest Dixon here at Bloxy. Thank you so much for attending today's coffee break with uh, me. I'm very excited. It's our first segment today. I have a special guest with you, Dustin Monday. Uh, he's here and he is going to, uh, I mean, just employ and explore your mind with the different possibilities and opportunities about his profession, share some strategies with you. Uh, he and I have grown and, and have become good friends. We talk kind of, I feel like almost on a weekly basis, Dustin, at least every other week at this point. But uh, I hope that you grab your coffee. Uh, I shared... Um, I'm drinking, it's kind of a huge cup here. It's really built for uh, a hot chocolate, uh, but it holds up to two uh, K-cups worth of coffee. Uh, so that's what I'm drinking. Uh, one of my favorite brands of coffee is Matt Cafe. I know that's weird. I, I feel like I'm doing a promotion. Matt Cafe Colombian. Um, it's the medium dark roast. And, I, and one of my colleagues tried to get me to drink... Uh, Death Wish coffee, I couldn't handle it. It just, it, it just, it, 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 I had one cup and the box been sitting there. I probably should pack it and take it to him when we have our uh, uh, conference in Texas because uh, it's probably just going to stay sitting in the shelf. L literally one cup and, and that was it. I was like, nah, I don't think this is for me. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Matt Cafe for making a coffee that I like. Dustin, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us, uh, hey, you know, what, what coffee brand are you drinking today? And, you know, what's your favorite? Yeah, all right. Well, uh, my name is Dustin Mundy. I am the Director of Technology and Social Media for Hamilton City Schools in Hamilton, Ohio. Um, so we are actually the 17th largest district in Ohio, located about 25 miles northwest of Cincinnati. And uh, I'm super excited to be here today. So Ernest, thank you for having me as your guest. And I am drinking um, actually a, this is a caramel latte. Um, from a place called The Fringe, which actually is a really cool uh, not-for-profit coffee house here in town that actually um, works with folks that are living on the fringe, uh, folks that are coming out of prison, um, folks that are on the border, border, borderline homeless, uh, and they really try to work to uh, get them uh, gainful employment. And that's kind of their... their um, their mission so it's a husband wife team that own this small coffee shop it's super cool inside actually there's a huge mural of uh, tupac and biggie inside which i really love being being a kid that grew up in the, in the, in the era of that it's just a yeah. super cool mural inside um and uh, so yeah so uh the caramel latte from there it is delicious uh i do like um uh a lot of like mom and pops type coffee shops are kind mm -hmm. of my favorite. So anytime I can find one of those, um, we have a place here in town called True West. Um, it's on the west side of Hamilton. They have fantastic coffee. Definitely recommend if you if you come into town. I'm gonna say if when you come into town, we're yeah. gonna get some coffee at the Fringe or at True West for sure. Sounds good to me. I love a good cup of coffee. Uh, I, uh, Christmas time, people know you you buy me uh, coffee. Make sure I have some creamer and sugar. Every once in a while, you know, you can throw a new cup in there. I don't know. My my former boss said that I was drink, drinking sweetener and just a little taste of coffee. Uh, but <laughs> nothing's wrong with four teaspoons of sugar and a good dollop. I shouldn't say dollop. But I like for my coffee to switch from black to cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The cream, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, my, I, I, mine looks more like mine looks more like chocolate milk yeah. mixed with white milk. You know, that's what I do for my kids. I mix them together. That's what my coffee yeah. looks like. 
Now my nephew wakes up and he's like, uh, can I have a cup of coffee? Boy, you're in eighth grade. Don't come here asking me about can you have no cup of coffee? You know, my mom <laughs> said make sure uh what she saying? something like uh your head or you 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 start smelling yourself kind of ordeal. It's it's one of those different old adages. Hey, everyone who's gonna watch the replay or who's attending, if you know what that adage is, if your mom has ever said anything to you like that, you know, you know what that is put it in the comment section so we can all have our little reminiscent moment. So what did you do for the weekend? Does you had a great weekend? Yeah, weekend was fantastic. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to work backwards, actually. But, um, you know, Saturday night, we had a huge Bengals win. So the first playoff win for the Cincinnati Bengals in 31 years. So that was big. That was exciting. So I'm, you know, as a diehard Cincinnati guy, um, excited about that. Also, um, I was able to pick up um, actually a new boat. Uh, my, we're big into boating in our family, and uh, we're going to do some some overnight trips this summer. So we uh, found a, a new vessel that we're going to try out for the year, um, and so I got to bring that home and show it to the kids, and uh, they're pretty excited about doing some boat camping this summer. So we're we're pretty jazzed. That's kind of how we. It's social distancing, but it's also vacation. So it's kind of how we how we've been doing it since the pandemic started. Boat camping. Well, I've I've never been on a boat. Um, shame on me. I don't think I've ever been camping. Just to tell the truth, <laughs> maybe 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 outside for maybe two two or three hours, not up under a tent. And I've never started a fire. So I don't I don't know if you can call that camping. That's just people outside. <laughs> Hey, you know, to, to each their own. That's 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 the beauty of uh, there's just so many options. We can all pick the things that we enjoy to do. And, uh, you know, maybe if you make it in town when it's warm, maybe we'll have to go out. We got a couple of small lakes close by. Maybe we'll have to pop out there for a few minutes so you can say you've been on a boat. I'm going to have to tell my boss that I definitely got to come out there to Ohio. I don't want to hear it. I got to go. I got to make it happen. He got to make hey, it happen. We, you he's know on, you're always he's, welcome. He's going he's gonna to watch this replay, so I think we're in good company. Now, listen, go. you... You've been with Bloxy for what's going on? Maybe two years now. This is yeah. This will be our second, our second full year. A full year. What yeah. are some tips that you can share with new admin? You know, we're we're gaining new uh, clients, uh, new customers. Uh, I, you know, I everybody who joined is a part of the Bloxy family. To me, I don't even like to call them customers. You're part of the family. Uh, but what are some tips that you could share with new? Uh, districts who have new technology directors or even an older tech technology director who's a little seasoned just from our admin side of yeah. blocks and then maybe here's some tips you know for the educators yeah i would say on the admin side if you're a district that uses google workspace um formerly google apps for education um man Bloxy makes it so easy to sync up with your Active Directory and, or with your admin console and get everything in there. And for teachers, it's so nice because it's got the Google Classroom sync. So if your teachers are using Google Classroom, man, the implementation, at least initial implementation, is so good. It's so easy. And I think from like my seat, um, that was one of the big, I mean, we evaluated quite a few programs, but one of the big reasons why we like Bloxy was how seamlessly it integrated with Google Classroom for us. And it also had, obviously, um, I know you guys have several single sign-on options. I know you have yes. Clever in, in uh, Google, um, and I think you have a third one, but forgive me, I don't remember what that Class one is. Link. Class link, that's right. Yep, yeah, thank you. So I think that was really, really helpful. Um, the other thing that I have found, just from the admin side of things, is the the 
the admin dashboard is fairly intuitive. It's fairly easy to use. Um, and so to add a new teacher or to, to add a student, even though all that stuff syncs up, if something for some reason doesn't happen or you want it faster, it's just really simple to go in there and do it. It just takes seconds. Um, I had to add a new teacher this morning who just came to us today and she's filling in for a, a teacher who's out. And I mean, it, it, I could do it in seconds, uh, which is really, really nice. Um, and obviously I can access it from anywhere. Um, so as an admin, I've actually used Bloxy to help my teachers figure things out so I can see their screen. So I've actually used it as almost like a, a tech service tool in some instances where I'm like, I don't know what you're seeing. Can, let me just, I'm gonna add you to Bloxy real quick. Um, and so I've used it actually from that perspective as well, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, I can remember uh, being in the school district and working in the technology department. I, I swear, Bloxy felt like a, a all day job and it's not as a, um, more of a, I would say a strenuous type of uh, position, but I love going into the dashboard, just seeing what had happened for the day or even yesterday, uh, checking on uh, what site students were going to see if there was any misbehaving um, um, in our student activity or going into our analytics to see what was going on as a district or per school. Uh, I again i i thoroughly uh, enjoyed it from an admin and then as a teacher using the product you know in the classroom for six years there were some of my favorite features i um, mean i think because of that that's kind of what led me into the ed tech side of uh and into the career that i'm in now so um i'm very grateful for that experience um with the Vicksburg warren school district um, and so a uh, special shout out to them and to my former uh, boss, Wade Grant. I uh, really appreciate you guys. Um, Dustin, what's one Bloxy feature um, that you could say that really helps uh, your school and why? Yeah, that, that's a great question. I'm going to double back on something real quick because you said something that made me think. One of the things that we were concerned about from the tech side was that we use a separate DNS filtering service to help protect our students. And one of the things we were concerned is if, if Gloxy and this DNS filtering uh, service were gonna interfere. And one of the nice things is it does not um, because of the way that you guys push it out via the extension. Um, but one of the things that I do is I look at that admin dashboard and if I see sites that kids are constantly getting blocked from or getting to on uh, Bloxy, I can actually use, I can take that information, put it up into my other DNS filter and make sure that I, I protect the kids from getting to those sites so it actually is kind of a another another layer of safety for me um, and kind of an, a little kind of 30,000 foot view um, I, th I think from you know from the teacher side there was lots of things that we thought about um, in terms of kind of being able to utilize this but I think the, the the biggest benefit for us was to be able to take kids and conference with them in smaller subsets um, right through the the Bloxy interface. We really wanted to, we're really big into personalized learning. We're really big into, um, you know, really focused um, properly tiered interventions. And that mm -hmm. allowed our teachers to do that both if they were remote, we happen to be remote this week due to, due to um, kind of the rise in COVID, or if they're in class, they could still do it either way. And that's what's really nice is um, we found teachers, if they were remote, they were able to use that kind of breakout room strategy, or if they were in the classroom, they were able to use it either which way, either a physical breakout room with monitoring the other students or a virtual breakout room and you know the other students are being monitored. So I thought that, that was a really feature that I think we really harnessed um, and we really wanted our teachers to really embrace. This is good stuff. Listen, uh, because I really enjoyed and, and no uh, 
I don't bash uh, other products, but when I think about the Blockchain product, I always um, uh, relate it or give it correlation as an all-in-one. You know, some uh, districts purchase the feature product and maybe not purchase uh, the admin because they're using something else for content filtering or student safety. But getting the whole bundle, getting the whole fleet, I, I definitely think that is worth it. And you made a great point because I'm very big on differentiated instruction. And I also believe in group learning. Um, yes, you can put all students in one pod and uh, educate them. And, and uh, we be honest, you know, our generation and a little further back, that's how we learned. Uh, but students have, uh, and I, I would say civilization and the way that we learn have developed. And so group learning is one of my favorites. So I love that group feed, that group functionality on the teacher dashboard, adding those students into the uh, groups doing your conferencing with those students individually or doing your breakout rooms and joining into those. And of course, Zoom and other different platforms have those capabilities. But the thing that's special about Bloxy is all of the other functionalities are still available. You can be in group and still share out uh, uh, tabs to the students or lock them down to a quick assessment after they work together in their learning uh, communities. And I think that's the, the beauty and that's the part um, of that function in particular that I really enjoy. So thank you for highlighting that because I think it gets overshadowed by everyone loves screen share and we like sending out the messages. And then of course, everyone likes the assessment feature to be able to secure that testing browser. Everyone loves it. But your group, I think, kind of gets overlooked. And so thank you for uh, mentioning that and, and, and explaining how your teachers are using that in, uh, in person and in virtual learning. So it brings me to the next question, which is kind of going to go into that. You know, what are some tips that you can share about virtual learning? Some schools, uh, especially after the Christmas holiday, they had to go right into virtual learning. So what are some tips uh, that you could share with some of the schools or some of the admins of how you uh, dealt with it uh, at Hamilton City? You know, of course, you're the technology director, and, and I'm sure you partner with maybe your curriculum team and so forth. Yep. But how, how do you guys deal with that? How, what, what are some best practices? That's a great question. So, yeah, actually, in our district, um, uh, Technology actually falls into the instruction department, um, which is kind of cool. So we literally are, are one. Um, and we did a couple of things. The first thing that we did when it came to remote learning, um, and we call it remote here because we have a virtual learning institute, mm -hmm. which is kind of separate. So we, we try to be careful with our vernacular, but again, it's the same thing, right? Is the first thing that we did is we said, our students are still gonna to stick to a normal daily schedule. And that, that schedule is actually going to be put out by the district. And so what we basically said was that, um, from X time to X time, you're in this particular class. Obviously, it's different from preschool all the way up to 12th grade. So we have we have a schedule for preschool. We have a schedule for kindergarten through sixth grade. And we have a schedule for seventh grade through 12th grade. And what we basically told our teachers was what we want you to do is we want you to conduct the day just like you normally would in a regular classroom setting. We are going to take attendance every period. I'm thinking more secondary, but we're going to take attendance, right? Students are going to be logged in. Um, to their device 
where their teacher can see their screen, monitoring it using Bloxy, and then mm -hmm. either getting into a conference, either via Bloxy conferencing or Google Meet or whatever the teacher prefers, but we're gonna drive that all from Google Classroom. So it's basically, if you kind of looked at the hierarchy, every student logged into the device, they went to Google Classroom, everything drove from the LMS, the teacher was using Bloxy as their um, kind of their their avenue or their physical classroom management tool, sorry, virtual classroom management tool. Um, and so we kind of looked at it and we kind of explained it to them as like, this is that tool that you're going to use just like you would if you were in the physical classroom and you manage your classroom. This is your tool to do that. Um, it doesn't mean you need to be blocking everyone's sites. It means you need to use it to conduct business as usual, um, which is what we want the, wanted them to be able to do, um, henceforth kind of highlighting the, those features. The other thing that we really did, and, and we harped on this pretty heavily, is we really wanted to limit the, the technologies that the students were using, not because um, not for any other reason other than simplicity for the parents. We wanted to say, hey, you're going to go to Google Classroom, and then you may go from there out to other things, but this is going to kind of be where you start. And so the teachers kind of had a two-tiered approach, Google Classroom over here, Bloxy over here, and from there, everything went out and they kind of did their, did their stuff. And I think that's what's really important um, when you kind of combine those two tools together. It allows us as educators to really conduct business as usual. And, and what's what's amazing about what you just stated is your approach is similar to the same approach that we implemented in my former school district. I put everything in my Google Classroom from, uh, you know, if you even if you were going to be absent, I did a Google form uh, where it was, a, yeah, it was a Google form that had a spreadsheet as well. So if you were absent, you can go fill out that form so that I can know that you were going to be uh, you know, out of class, maybe for a sickness or anything like that. I also took attendance right there. And then I love that Bloxy added the attendance button onto the teacher dashboard so I could click uh, and, and mark who was present. And it saved to my analytics to go back and be able to look at that. And I put everything, I mean, I did an agenda so that, you know, have you missed? You're seeing what happened weekly. And I even did one daily so that they can click on the daily agendas. All the links that they needed were also available in the Google Classroom. But uh, me being me, I also used my Bloxy Teacher Dashboard to see, hey, this is what I'm on. You should be on that too. And I taught US history. So one of the uh, loves about it is that when we were going through the textbook, I just hit the share screen button. I didn't wait for you because it was a lot of right there. I don't know where you're at. Oh, that you're talking about something to burn me up. I, all that, I don't know where you're at. I can't find you. No, let me just share it to your screen. And so then, you know, looking and using the Bloxy Teacher Dashboard, you can see their screen. So while it, when, I, when I say the tool is definitely great for um, remote learning and for uh, in-person, because before COVID, I use this just for everyday in-person uh, uh, instruction. And so whenever I was trying to figure out well, how do you use it for remote learning? That's like the same way you use it. I mean, there's a few different things uh, when you think about because the student is at home and you're like, huh, he's still in bed. He hasn't woke, he hasn't waking up yet, you know, or uh the fear of someone getting on the camera uh should that shouldn't be on the camera and, and so forth. But um 
for the most part, for me, it was kind of easy transition. My students knew the expectation, and so we kept it as such. And uh, even my parents, we um, they knew the expectations. We um, used a program called School Status, where we were able to message our parents and sending emails and text messages, and even calling uh, those parents. Um, so I feel like I'm giving shout outs to a lot of products today. <laughs> but um, we all use those school communication products, yeah. right? Like we have one that we use um, and it works really well for the exact same purposes. One of the things I thought of when you were talking about that was not only sharing your screen, but actually sharing the student's screen. Um, when a student has something really awesome on the screen, one of the things that I kind of said is, hey, use this tool to put that student's work up there. You know, so if I've, I've written a really good paper and has some really good sentence structure, I can put that up there. If, if I've done something on my screen, a digital drawing or something in a, in, a, in a math class where I've constructed some shapes, the student can actually display that. The agency that that gives a student is tremendous, and, and it allows you to do that, but it, it gives you a safe environment to do it, which I really like. Now, Destin, you just installed the show. I got to get my coffee cup on that one. I mean, it's... <laughs> Just to, I, give, I, give, I give you virtual cheers. I, I, yes, I, for, I forgot <laughs> about that because that is one of those parts that I really, 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 really love about sharing a student's work to everyone. I mean, you got you got three kids in class and everybody else is, you know, they're at home in the, in the bed or a kitchen table and you, you're asking them to work a problem. And so you can say, hey. Uh, Jermichael, I'm going to um, uh, have you to share your screen to everyone else so that we can see that you worked out the problem and so forth. Look, what, it blow, blows away. I mean, again, digital media. My kids used to make um, uh, different, like, mashups. I used to love yeah. those. It's crazy because sometimes they use some weird stuff, uh, songs that I never heard before. And I'm like, I don't know, that's inappropriate. But um, uh, they would do the <laughs> mashups and then they they, we, they would share their screen so we could see it, visualize it, and hear it as well. Man, that was some of the best days. Um, some days I, I miss being an educator, but I'm really thrilled to be able to be in this profession so that I can continue to inspire, uh, provide uh, professional development resources and have uh, platforms like this so that we can help and spread our knowledge out to the world. Bloxy is a global uh, company. And so I'm just, again, thrilled to have you here just sharing nuggets. And this won't be your last time uh, being here. I, I, I have some other things I can't you know, tell you everything, but just know you're going to be a panelist uh, uh, coming up soon. So just yeah, just no, get and I, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm ready. I'm always ready. But you mentioned something about professional. You mentioned something about professional development. I'm just going to yeah. put a plug in as a general statement. But anytime you roll out any of these types of things, a good professional development is key. But it's not just good. It's also ongoing. And I think one of the things you have to do is kind of like you know, kind of start by introducing them to the product, getting them getting them some of the basics, and let them get really familiar with those basics, and then introduce more PD so that they can take on the more advanced features. I think sometimes we like to show everybody everything and they just get overwhelmed. And especially for like my teachers in particular, like at first it was just like, hey, can you get all of your kids in there? Can you see their screens? Great. All right. That's a win. Now let's talk about the next feature, share and force or whatever next feature is, right? Um, I think that's really important. And I think whether it's Bloxy or any other product, um, I really think that it has to be like ongoing, meaningful professional development. And it has to be immediately applicable. I, I like to say, um, 
you know, like I'm going to do whatever the PD is, but in that same session, you're going to have time to play, right? I, I want you to have that time to play and actually use it so that when you leave my session, whatever it's about, you, you have that little nugget that you take away and are able to use immediately. Um, that, that's something that's, I think is really important. I think it goes with this product, but all products as well. I definitely agree. It's kind of one of those things of wine. Uh, and if you're not a Blackstick customer and you're going to watch this, then uh, I, here's another little throwout. We have um, our Blackstick Academy where, uh, where, whether you're a current customer uh, or not, but I love that we decided to break up our professional development. And so I created two courses um, and they're, they're called the Blackstick Fundamentals. And it's also called the Bloxy. Hey, sorry, my dogs had, uh, I guess they won't coffee as well. But it's called the <laughs> Fundamentals and the Bloxy Refuel. And so the fundamental kind of gives those basics, it's those things that the teacher just, it, it, it just scales the surface. And then some fun, uh, some refuels to kind of, hey, we got this now. Let's now, you know, ignite my fire, you know, refuel me, give me something else that I need to know. And so uh, PD at, at Bloxy, we, we are stretching the limits. We're always looking for new creative ways to help empower and encourage. Listen, there's one school district there. Blow it out the way. I can't, re I can't wait to go and check out uh, the certificates uh, a little bit later. But over the weekend, I was like, golly, who's getting blocks and certified? Because every time, uh, just here's, here's a just good note. Every time you get uh, your certificates or get blocks and certified, I get an email. And I've been <laughs> putting a lot of those on Twitter. So if you're not following me on Twitter, then you should definitely follow me on Twitter or on LinkedIn. Ernest Dixon, okay? Just look up Ernest Dixon on any of those social media platforms uh, and follow me so you can see that you're getting shot out. But there's a school district, I think it's like Ringgold or something like that, uh, who I, 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 Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even yesterday, Martin Luther King uh, um, holiday, I were getting emails about getting, you know, teachers getting their blocks of certification. So again, special shout out to the, all of those certified educators. We're almost at time. I got one more question for you, Dustin. Here it is. What's yeah. what are your personal goals and professional goals for 2022? Oh, man, that's a so uh, professionally, I'm going to start there. So professionally, um, we're working really hard here in the district to kind of reorganize our tech department and really make it um, as robust and efficient as possible. That's a big undertaking that I've taken on. And I'm really excited about it because um, I believe it's gonna mean um, ultimately doing what's best for kids and bringing a higher level of service to our students. And obviously that filters up to teachers and administrators and clerical staff and everybody else, right? So that's kind of one of my big goals for this year is to really kind of iron out that reorganization structure so that then going into uh, 2023, I can start to implement it. Um, and then personal, um, it all stems around family. Um, just uh, continue to prioritize my family and make sure that I spend quality time with them every day and, and set aside those times where, you know, you put the computer and the phone and the other stuff aside and just spend that time with them. And it's hard. Uh, it's hard for every one of us. Uh, it doesn't matter what your, what your role is, what you do. Um, you, you know, uh, the, these things take, I know you can't see my ghost phone, but these things take a lot of our time and attention and yeah. sort of the computers and, you know, they're great, they're, they're great devices, but at the same time, uh, you know, like everything, it's everything in moderation. And so I think just reminding myself of that and making sure that I do take that time as my personal goal for uh, 2022. I agree. Um, so I'm looking professionally. Um, I know this sounds a little weird, but I don't wear suits. 
Um, <laughs> someone asked me yesterday. I was I was singing at a program, and um, the men were supposed to wear suit jackets or blazers. And I was I went shopping. I went to um, a little store here called Suit City. I got in. They had the suit jacket, but the lady wouldn't sell me the jacket. And um, I'm kind of heavy on the shoulders and then my legs are small I don't know why I built that way but thank god okay but like my pants size is a size 40 but my jacket size is a 54 so you I mean just imagine trying to go and buy a suit it's just not going to happen and yep. so um I just need a jacket. And so someone's like, well, try to go find a belt or Dillard's. And I, I didn't. So I guess I don't know, I have to find some place where I can uh, order a size for pants and then uh, I, I, in order jackets. Because when I go to conferences and, and speak, uh, sometimes I just wear my slacks and a shirt or polo. And, and that's just me. But I'm yep. interested in... Um, kind of upgrading my professionalism now that I'm going to more conferences and I'm having more speaking engagements in webinars and so forth. Uh, so I, again, I know that sounds a little bit weird <laughs> and someone's probably going to laugh or talk about me when they watch the replay, but that <laughs> is, that's one of my goals. Um, and, and then this is a new profession for me. I've been an educator. I, I've been youth mentoring for a long time, but to come out in the corporate side of it, there's a few more things that I want to learn and I really want to harness on that. I've always been like the fixer, you know, let me figure out what's missing and then can my skills that I currently know apply to fix those things. And, and, and of course, I've done some of those things, but I, I still want to um, be able to pull more than what I currently have so that, uh, hey, who knows? Uh, uh, I think the sky's the limit for uh People who are in the ed tech field, I think that uh, we're always looking for uh, a, a consultant or someone who really is an expert to help push uh, what we do or what we provide into the next direction. And then just on a personal note, I've been um, doing 100 miles uh, every month. So every day I do five mile walk. Um, as that's my time with God. Um, and I really, it kind of gets me to calm down and not really focus on what would be worries of uh, the day. And yeah. so it kind of just settles me down. Um, so I'm enjoying to continue to do my five miles a day to get my hundred miles per month. So uh, th there's a challenge for somebody else. I know that we're here for the coffee break and, uh, and everything else like that, but I also like to just challenge you to the hundred uh, miles a month. Hey, listen, I am so glad that you guys joined us for the coffee break. I hope that you learned something and take some good tips uh, back uh, to your school admins who are going to watch this replay. Dustin provided some amazing tips and tools, even for the educators, if you're a tech coach or anything of that nature, there's some amazing tips uh, that he has given throughout uh, this uh, webinar. And so again, Dustin, I appreciate you so much. Uh, in production, uh, we have some cups that we have talked about that we uh, are going to make <laughs> that says coffee break with Ernest Dixon. And so I hope they put my little emoji on there as well. Uh, <laughs> those would be pretty cool. I, I feel like yeah. it would be global. <laughs> 
but I'm excited to get those uh, uh, out of production and get those sent out. So you'll probably be one of the first people to get one of those cups. And when you get that cup, hey, take a picture of it. And for everyone else who's going to watch and you're going to uh, 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 come in and you say, hey, I need a coffee break cup. I don't know how much we sell them for. I don't know if they're free. I've just put it out there. But <laughs> maybe you'll write me. You'll be my guest. Okay. And, and so until our next coffee break, hey, you guys, we beat you. Farewell. And we thank you. Uh, for joining the conversation. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ernest. Have a great day. You do the same.